Hello, everybody. Welcome to the MTG Place Podcast, your place for all things magic. I'm Corey, and with me, like always, is James. How's it going, James? Hey, I'm doing good. How are you doing tonight? <laughs> pretty good, pretty good. Uh, played the decathlon this weekend and busted out right away. I uh, played the correct deck, though, <laughs> uh, I think, because there's a sealed pool of about, I don't know, it was like uh, six extra packs or four extra packs or something, so there was like a shit ton of extra rares added into um because it was like the the final event where everyone had the same sealed pool oh yeah it's the, the crazy one right yeah <laughs> i feel like uh, i played the correct deck though because i lost in the first round to a mirror match so i must have built the correct deck that was the that's best rough. <laughs> <laughs> so. oh, that's rough when you lose like basically what you got yeah um yeah, so that's cool. Uh, we're going to plug a couple sponsors here. Uh, first one is uh, TCG Player. We have an affiliate link in the show notes. We know you're going to buy some cards anyway. Uh, you might want to buy some of the cards we talk about on today's show. Uh, so please click that link uh, if you do so. It helps support us and lets them know that we sent you over there. Um, and the second way is directly on Patreon. Uh, we can get some cool perks over there like merchandise and playing Magic Games less. Yeah. And uh, speaking of uh, playing cards, uh, looks like we got some new ones to talk about here, huh? Yeah, so today we're going to talk about the all-will-be-one Commander cards. We're doing the Commander cards first because they were finished spoiling today. Um, yep. The full set uh, will be spo- finished spoiling like tomorrow or so, um, but we'll talk about that in our next episode. Uh, so we're going to yeah. go in Wooberg order, and we're going to talk about just Mythics and Rares that are not reprints in the commander decks or the commander cards that are in set boosters. Yep. So uh, not too many cards this time. This is a pretty small set because there's only two decks to begin with, plus a couple extra ones that are in uh, special packs. Uh, so we're going to get right into it with uh, white here. So first one we got is Clever Concealment. It is two white white for an instant with convoke and uh if you don't know what convoke is that's your creatures can help cast a spell each creature you tap while casting the spell pays for one colorless or one mana of that creature's color so actually if you have white creatures you can basically pay this for free which is pretty sick um any number of target non-land permanents you control phase out sick (laughs) it's interesting it's an instant yeah Phase out the permanents you want to not die. Uh, and it's possibly able to play for free, which is also pretty powerful. Yeah, if you're if you're like a mono white deck <laughs> and you have four creatures out and someone plays a board wipe, you're like, okay, cast this for zero. I'm just tapping my four yeah. creatures. That that seems pretty nice. Free uh, board, uh, uh, board stickiness is good. It seems good. And if they're, and if they're tokens, they don't lose their, uh, they don't die. Right, yeah. Because phasing out is not the same as being exiled. Yeah, it seems uh, really good in like mono white token decks, maybe even green white token decks. Um, yeah, if there's enough white. Like if you're a creature based deck, I feel like if you're not a creature based deck and you would rather have the fairy's protection, you might only play that because that's just better. Yeah, but this you could cast for zero if needed. So yeah, yeah. you don't this have is definitely the... better in a creature focused deck. You don't have like the 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 life freezing like Teferi's yeah protection gives you or like the right. you know you can't be targeted or whatever, um, but this is yeah this is very very good for your board so right 
Very good for a creature based deck. I could I see this being played in almost every white deck, right? Oh yeah, for sure. Like if you have creatures, I mean, unless you're some weird combo deck. Unless you're like not. a yeah, like a control deck, maybe you don't care. But yeah, if you're creature based, yeah, this is this is for you. All right, next up we got Glimmer Lens. It's a one and a white for an artifact equipment. Uh, it has a new keyword ability that is in all for one called For Mirrodin. Uh, when this equipment enters the battlefield, you create a 2 2 red rebel creature token and then attach this equipment to it. Uh, whenever equipped creature attacks and at least one other creature attacks, draw a card. And then the equip cost is one and a white. All right. So, so does that draw. make does that make this a red color identity then? Because it creates a red token. I'm going how with no. I don't, I'm not 100 percent sure, but I'm going with no because how the ruling is currently, um, it's only if the mana symbol appears on the card. Okay, so you can theoretically play this in a mono white deck. Yeah, I'm pretty sure you can play this in a mono white deck. Interesting. Um, but yeah, the four mirroring ability is kind of a unique yeah. play on the old like germ token ability. Mm-hmm. Yeah, basically. Um, interesting. So um, I don't know. What do you think about this? You got to attack with another thing and this to draw a card. But that's it's a white card draw. That's, yeah, that's not hard to do. White usually has plenty of creatures to attack with, so I feel like that's not that's pretty easy for them to do. In you most do cases, to, you do have to find a way to give it haste if you want to attack with the token right away. Right. That's something white usually doesn't do. Um, that's why, you know, like it creates a red creature. So like if a white red deck, that yeah. would be pretty easy because red likes haste. So, yeah. Yeah. If it that, that's a good home, color combo. More at home with the red white deck. Uh, if you need card draw, though, and you have an artifact deck of some sort, which a lot of the artifact decks are red, white or um, Mardu colors. So, yeah, this would be a good fit in those decks. Yeah. For sure. Um, yeah, seems very good, honestly. Uh, next up, we got Kemba's Banner. It is three and a white for an equipment that's an artifact. For and it has uh, This one also has four mirrored in. So same as the last one. You get a 2-2 two, two red creature rebel uh, attached to it. Um, equipped creature gets plus one, plus one for each creature you control. And equip is two and a white. Uh, so in a like a Again, a creature-based deck, this can be very powerful. Yeah, I mean, I'm not, I haven't been huge on the equipped creature gets 1-1 for every creature you control effects. Um, I think there's like a sword thing that does that, costs like 3 or 4, and then like 3 to equip as well. Um, like, I don't mind the 3 equip cost, it's a little expensive, mm-hmm. but, but the, and the, yeah, the, the, four, the 4 mana to begin with kind of sucks too, but... Yeah. It is nice that it comes on. So it's just how much does that token matter? So you're getting right. like a, like, so if you play this on turn four, say you played, you know, turn one, Sol Ring or something, turn two, Ramp. Yep. Yep. Turn three, you played a creature. And then turn four, you play this, you're getting like a four, four for four. That's okay. Mm-hmm. So like I feel the later the game is, the bigger board you have, the better. But at that point, you're probably yeah. ahead in the game. Yeah. So I don't. It's one of those like I feel like it could be good in the right scenario, but it almost is like a win more card. So yeah, it'd, pro- it'd probably be the first one I cut if I need to make room for something in like a weenie deck or something. Maybe this is good because I'll you know give it some teeth that it might right, not have. Yeah, um, yeah, but, if you need a yeah. Way to finish it or something. It's it's a finisher for sure. 
Uh, but it is definitely a win more card. <laughs> You're definitely right about that. Uh, next up, we got Norn's Choir Master. It's three white, white for a 5 4 Phyrexian Angel. Flying in first strike. Whenever a commander you control enters the battlefield or attacks, you get to proliferate. Which, for those that don't know, you get to choose any number of permits and/or players and give them another counter of each kind already there. And with this set, there are going to be people adding lots of poison counters and sunburst yep. counters and all the old counters you remember from back in the day. Poison uh, people, counters, gross. People don't <laughs> like, uh, but you yep. get to proliferate it every time your commander enters the battlefield or a commander under that you control. Just about yeah. the attacks. So if you have partners, that's even better. Yeah, you can play both and get it, or and just attacking with it when you get to. Yep. Seems it seems like it could be good if you're built around a, a counters based strategy. With the right deck build, this would def this can be very powerful. Depending on which kind of tokens you want to do, like huh, if you're going to be one of those people and do infect, yeah, that can probably work. Um, and there's you know plenty of other ones too, like mana, you know. Um, Plus one, plus one counters, um, you know, all sorts yeah, of stuff I, like that. I feel the most likely fit for this deck is in that, like the Abs, the Animal One counter deck, or the yeah. the uh, Experience counter type decks from that. Remember that Commander set, then you can yeah. keep yeah, adding more of those. Then, or just like a uh, Super Friends Planeswalker yeah. deck. Yeah, loyalty counters definitely a thing. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, there's lots of uses for this. Um, and honestly, 5 for 5 for flying for a strike, that's fine by itself, too. So, uh, yeah, this has got a lot of utility to it. So, it, it's pretty useful for sure. Uh, next up, we have Norn's Decree. It is two and a white for an enchantment. Whenever one or more creatures an opponent controls deal combat damage to you, that opponent gets a poison counter. Oh, see? We're already playing into it. <laughs> Whenever a player attacks, if one or more players being attacked are poisoned, the attacking player draws a card. Okay, this is just yuck, right? That's just disgusting. Like, yeah. this is a great card, first of all, <laughs> but it's horrible to play against. Like, this is like a horrible ghostly prison, right? Like, anyone that mm -hmm. deals combat damage to me, they're getting a poison counter, and then it incentivize everyone attacking people that have the poison counter because the people attacking are going to draw cards the whole board table. Yeah. <laughs> so like, oh, you attack and you get a poison counter. Now everyone's going to attack you back because they want to draw cards. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's horrible. You, you just, oh, God, like a very good is... ghost, ghostly prison. Like this is just replaces that, yeah. right? Like outright. Yeah. Easily. Like <laughs> so good. This puts politics and like everything like on yeah. the table, basically. This is I feel like this is gonna be another one of those cards that we're gonna see a lot, and it's gonna be one of those uh whenever it gets Yeah, played. everyone's gonna absolutely hate it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is this is disgusting. Next up we got Sky Hunter Strike Force, two and a white for a two two flying cat knight with melee. Which is whenever this creature attacks, it gets puzzle plus one until it turn for each opponent you attack in this combat. So if you swing with multiple people at once, it'll get bigger. Um, I mean, you'll always get one. Um, mm -hmm. And then Lieutenant, as long as you control your commander, other creatures you control also have melee. Interesting. Okay. So, uh, so just attack everybody. <laughs> yeah, it's incentivizing go wide, splitting up your damage. Yep. So token deck, I swing at everybody with one token and one with the flyer, 
you know, and then it's like everything's getting plus three plus three. It's pretty good. Yep. Plus three plus three is that can be very powerful. That, that depending on how many creatures you have on the field, that just multiplies your damage literally. So it goes from like you know, oh, it's just a little bit to you know, oh, that's actually a lot. <laughs> yeah, I mean, even like worst case, if you're playing one on one, like three for a, basically a three three flyer is still good. Yeah, that's like it's fine. not horrible. Yep. So. Uh, all right, then we got one more white card here. We got Staff of the Storyteller. It is one and a white for an artifact. When Staff of the Storyteller enters the battlefield, create a 1-1 white spirit creature token with flying. Whenever you create one or more creature tokens, put a story counter on Staff of the Storyteller. And then it has uh, pay a white and tap it, remove a story counter from Staff of the Storyteller, draw a card. So, more card draw. Yeah, this is the this seems like very good white card draw because at the minimum mm-hmm. you're getting a 1-1 one, one and pay one, tap, draw a card. In a yeah. token deck, this is just nutty, right? This, like, is, just your, this is your Any single time you make tokens, you're going to add a counter to it so you can draw. Yeah, you're, just, you're never going to run out of gas as long as it's in the field. Just like, Draw, draw, yeah. draw, draw, draw. It'll be an extra card almost every <laughs> turn for one mana. Like, yeah, you, it's, it's a howling mine, basically. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty good. Yeah, it's not bad. It's, seems good to me. I think um, we'll see yeah. it in token decks for sure. It's cool artwork too. Yeah, that's a cool card. I like it. Well, that's white. White seems really good, don't you? Very busted, <laughs> yeah, especially the stupid poison counter thing. We're going to definitely see that like in our play group for sure. We're going to see that. I'm going to yeah. absolutely hate it when I see it too. I know it. <laughs> so on to blue here. We got Mirage Mockery. It's two and a blue for a sorcery. Choose one. Create a token that's a copy of target artifact creature you control. Create a token that's a copy of target non-artifact creature you control. Or you can entwine it for another three. Yep. So you can do both. Yeah. Um. So that could be good depending on what you're targeting. Yeah, I mean, realistically, it's one mana cheaper than a clone, right? Yep. Spay three, you get a copy of something. Mm-hmm. Or basically, can get two. Like, yeah, that's that's okay. Um. Yeah. If there's if there's uh, something good on the field, you know, then yeah, it's it's a yeah, it's basically a cheap clone, essentially. So. It seems good. Doesn't seem super powerful, but it seems pretty good. Yeah, seems decent. You, can't, you can only target your stuff too, which makes it a little bit yeah. worse. But uh, and then we got Synthesis Pod. It is three, and then a Phyrexian Blue. Um, so that can be played with either a blue mana or two life. Um, and then, so that's for an artifact. Uh, and then it has pay one and a Phyrexian Blue and tap it. Exile a spell you control. Target opponent reveals cards from the top of their library until they reveal a card with mana value equal to one plus the exiled uh, spell's mana value. Exile that card, then that player shuffles. You may cast that exile card without paying its mana cost. <laughs> so you're God. casting a spell and then on the stack, removing it from the stack and casting one of your opponent's cards. <laughs> That's just gross. <laughs> <laughs> And you can do this literally like once a turn. <laughs> yeah. It's a interesting card. If you want like yeah. a chaos type deck, 
Or a deck where you're playing your It doesn't even have to be in blue. What's the worst part? You could literally play this on any deck. <laughs> yeah, you can play it on any deck. I mean, hey, obviously, you your command, your, obviously your commander's identity has to be blue, but... Well, yeah, that's true, I guess, yeah. <laughs> but you could play it in like a five-color deck, three-color, two-color, one-color, mm-hmm. as long as blue's in it, so... Yeah, but in, in not commander, you could play this on any deck. Right. <laughs> this is crazy. <laughs> it seems fun, uh, especially if you have a deck built around casting your opponent's cards. Like, you play a Tali and this and yeah. all that stuff. I don't know how good it is because you're you're paying, like, one... You're paying the extra mana already to put it out. And then you're paying yeah. the extra mana that you're getting by activating this ability and two life. Yeah. Or two extra mana just to cast something from your opponent's deck instead of your own. Right. I mean, and if you want depends. something good, you're still going to have to play something high costing. Yeah, exactly. So it's it's really hard to say what you're going to hit. It's you know this is a chance card basically. So yeah. This is this is a you want to watch the world burn kind of card. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure there's going to be some dumb combo somebody finds with it, and that's good. Oh but. yeah. Stuff like this that always happens. Uh, so that's it for blue. Blue's a very small subsect since it's not in either of the commander decks. This is just uh, you get this through like a special pack, I believe. Yeah, the set boosters, I think. Yeah. And of course, there's other ones too, but those are reprints, yeah. I'm guessing. <clears throat> All right, and then now on to black here. We got Geth's Summons. Two black, black for a sorcery. Return up to one target creature card from your graveyard to the battlefield. So far, I like that. Straight return. Mm-hmm. Corrupted. For each opponent who has three or more poison counters as you cast a spell, put up to one target creature card from that player's graveyard to the battlefield under your control. Oh, jeez. So if your opponents have three or more poison counters, you can get more than one thing. That seems good. Four for two things is very good. For sure. Yeah, if you four uh, for at least two things seems good. Four for one thing is like uncommon level. That's yeah, that's fine. You might that's still fine. play it. Yeah. So obviously you're only gonna play this in a deck where you can actually add poison poison counters to people. Otherwise you ain't probably gonna play it. Yeah. It incentivizes the poison. <laughs> uh next up we got Monumental Corruption. It is three black black for a sorcery. Target player draws X cards and loses X life, where X is a number of artifacts you control. So in artifact deck, this is very, very good. Yeah, it seems like it's more support for the mono black artifact deck that came out with the Warhammer set. Yep. Uh, I would definitely that was already a in. very powerful deck to begin yeah, with. Yeah, so, I would put yeah. this in that deck for sure. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. That, that would make it even better, I'm sure. Uh, black, you know, life's a resource, so you don't care if you lose life. Yeah, but um, realistically, realistically, you're going to want at least five artifacts out, right, before you cast this. Yeah, because you're paying five to do this. Yeah, so you want to so, draw at least like five cards. Yeah, you really want it to, you know, match up. I mean, or if you have really heavy artifacts, you can just cast this on your opponent and kill them. Yep, <laughs> you can also do that. <laughs> like, so, oh, I got like twenty artifacts in play. Uh, you're dead. How about that? Yeah. <laughs> All right, next up we got uh, Phyresis, Outbreak, two and a black for a sorcery. Each opponent gets a poison counter. 
Then each creature your opponent's control gets a minus one, minus one until end of turn for each poison counter its controller has. Oh, ick. I do not like this. <laughs> so it's a sorcery that puts poison counters in everybody. And then, Literally everybody. And then everything you. gets at least one minus one minus one. If not more. If not more. That's this gross. Seems, yeah, it's good. It's gross. People are going to hate you for it. Yeah. This is just your typical degenerate poison counter deck. It's great. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anyone who's playing Poison is going to play this because, yeah, this is, especially in a multiplayer match like Commander, this is very good. Very, very, very good. Uh, so that's Black. Uh, Black does not, uh, seems pretty decent. Definitely yep. very Poison based, it seems. So. Yep. Um, on to Red now. Uh, first of all, we got Chisgoria Forge Tyrant. Uh, it is six red, red, red. That's a total of nine for mana cost. It is a 5-4 legendary dragon creature that has affinity for artifacts. So um, for those of you who might not know that, that means it costs one colorless less for each artifact you control. So you can make this, if you have six artifacts in play, this can cost three. Yep. Which is much better. Um, it has flying in haste. Whenever Chisgoria Forge Tyrant attacks, exile the top five cards of your library. You may cast an artifact spell from among them this turn. If you do, it has affinity for artifacts as well. Seems good in an artifact deck, right? Yep. If, 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 if you have six artifacts out, you basically, this card is an engine for your deck. Like, quite yeah, if you, if you have six artifacts out, you're paying three. Swing for five and then playing a then six cost or less artifact. Most likely playing what you've already rip off the top for free. Like, <laughs> <Yeah>. very likely. <laughs> like, seems pretty good. And it has haste, so you can do it right off the bat. Because why not? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yep, that's, really that's, that's a good card. Uh, next up, we got Gold Warden's Gambit. Six red, red. It's for a sorcery that has affinity for equipment. So this spell costs one less for each equipment you control. Create five 2-2 red rebel creature tokens. They gain haste until end of turn. For each of those tokens, you may attach an equipment you control to it. So equipment-based deck, this is very good. Like swords and stuff? Yeah, so again, in the equipment-based deck, you're just like, okay, I'm going to make five tokens, and then I can now equip all my equipment to it. This is really good if you're an equipment deck and somebody board wipes or something, and you just have mm-hmm. the equipment sitting there and no creatures. <laughs> then you're like, oh, guess you're what? Now right, I have two two haste. Literally right back in the game. And if you have like like all the swords out or something like that, it's like, oh, you it, it costs two basically. <laughs> I mean, I feel like it's gonna be hard to have six equipments out. I feel like it's so a most, lot. Most time, yeah. it's probably gonna be four mana for this, maybe five mana. But even yeah. that for five two twos with haste is not bad. Yep, very, very good. And with the equipment attaching to them for free. Right. Also very good. Uh, yeah, if you have like something like Batter Skull, something like any of the swords, uh, Jit, you know, and any of those really, really good equipment cards, like, yeah, you're, you're going to want this. <laughs> uh, next, we have Hexplate Wallbreaker. It is three red, red for an artifact that's an equipment. It has the four four Mirrodin um, keyword. And then equipped creature gets plus two, plus two. Whenever equipped creature attacks, if it's the first combat phase of this turn, untap each attacking creature after this phase. There's an additional combat phase. 
and then it has equipped three red. So it does cost a lot, but if you're additional only giving this, giving this haste, you get additional combat for five mana. Seems and honestly not a four four. I like the artwork. The artwork's cool. Yeah, it looks sick for sure. I feel like yeah, it, it's a lot, but extra combat phases you're usually paying around that kind of cost to begin with. So I'd say it's kind of on par. Yeah, probably. So yeah, pretty pretty good. Uh, next up, we got Roar of Resistance. It's one and a red for the enchantment. Here's a way to give all your stuff haste. Creature tokens yeah, you control you have haste. Uh, whenever one or more creatures attack, you may pay one and a red. If you do, creatures attacking your opponents and planeswalkers they control get plus two plus zero oh until end of turn. Oof. So oh, it gives man. all your it gives all your tokens haste, and then whenever you or an opponent attacks, if it's attacking your opponent, you can pay two. And then they all get plus two plus out. So you could buff your opponent's creatures when they attack your other opponents, dude. That's really funny. <laughs> it seems that's, pretty good. Uh, I mean, just yeah. the, your tokens have haste for two is pretty good. Yeah, just that for two mana is honestly not bad. Like, like what's what's like anger? That's four. Or, yeah. So like, and, and it has me in the graveyard. Right. <laughs> Or yeah, this is just boom. Your stuff has haste. There you go. Have fun. <laughs> yeah, seems like you know great enchantment for sure. Um, next we got Volshock Factory. It is two and a red for an artifact. Uh, it has tap it, add a red, put a charge counter on Volshock Factory, and then it also has pay two and a red and tap it, sacrifice Volshock Factory, create an XX colorless golem artifact creature token with haste, where X is the number of charge counters on Volshock Factory. Activate only as a sorcery. So it's a mana rock that later on you can sacrifice for an XX golem. That you just make huge, apparently. It's okay. <laughs> it's not bad. It's not bad. I think you can only activate it as a sorcery. Yeah, that, that's kind of... You can't make it a block, you know, like, respond to, like, attacks or something, which is sad, but... Yeah, it's it's, it's a it's a game finisher. Yeah. It's, and it has utility. If you play this on turn three, you're gonna, you're gonna mana rock for a while with it, obviously. Um, I don't know. It seems okay. Uh, the three-cost rocks, I usually only put them in if they're really good. But I mean, yeah. this can become a finisher late. This game, can so. be good in the right scenario. This is so. on the borderline that I'd probably play it if it's, especially if I'm in a mono red deck. I'd probably play it. I don't know how much I'd play it in a multicolor deck, but yeah, maybe. It or if I have if I have ways to proliferate the counters, I might play it too. Right, and and we've seen proliferation earlier on, so that's very possible. Um, because yep, charge counters are definitely a thing. Uh, so in the right kind of deck, this could be very good. Um, just on its own, though, it's like it's fine. But yeah, it's like mediocre. It's not amazing. Yeah. So what do you think about red? Uh, I think red's a little weaker. Although I will say the the dragon is the dragon's good. really good. Yeah. Um, the gambits all can also be very good in the right deck. So yeah, red. It's it's definitely got some really good cards. 
but I feel like it's not as busted as like like white was like all of the cards were insane. So, all right, now we're on to green here. We got Contaminant Grafter up first. It's four and a green for a five-five Phyrexian Druid with Trample and Toxic One, which is a new keyword ability. That is, if you deal damage to an opponent, they also get a poison counter equal to the toxic. Oh God, why? <laughs> so if you get hit with this as a 5-5 five, five, or you trample over for one, they take the one the one damage and the, they get one poison counter. And then it says, whenever one or more creatures you control deal combat damage to one or more players, prolifer- pro- proliferate. Proliferate. <laughs> And then corrupted at the beginning of your end step, if an opponent has three or more poison counters, draw a card, then you may put a land card from your hand onto the battlefield. Oh, jeez. So this is just okay, like bonkers. This is just ridiculous in the card. Like, <laughs> holy shit. Like, hello? Yeah, so you, you're going to give someone a poison counter and you hit them. Then you're going to add proliferate counters easy, like super easily yep. because it's a, a second ability. And then its third ability is if that was enough insult that you're putting three poison counters <laughs> on people. You now have, get to draw a card and put a land to play. <laughs> yeah, it's like, and, and this costs five. But yeah. by the way, it's like, what the hell? <laughs> like, Power level pushed, right? <laughs> Watsy, what are you doing? Hello, <laughs> that's yeah, that's a crazy amount of power one card. Very good, very 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 good. In a green, any green deck is probably gonna play this. That, yeah. that can that has a slot for it. Like this is just insane. I mean, like honestly, you can play this without any other poison counter things too. Because I no, mean, this is just fine by itself. Yeah, it does so much for like really as long not as, that as much. As long as you can stick around for like two turns. Yeah, you know, you're, you're it, it's it's doing work. Yeah, <laughs> this is gonna be one of those kill on sight cards. Yep. Oh yeah, that, that's dying immediately. <laughs> Uh, let's see. Next up, we have Glissa's Retriever. It is five and a green for a 6-6 six, six Phyrexian Beast creature. It has haste and toxic three. <laughs> um, Glissa's Retriever can't be blocked by creatures with power two or less. And then it has corrupted. When Glissa's Retriever dies, exile it. When you do, return up to X target cards from your graveyard to your hand, where X is the number of opponents who have three or more poison counters. Holy shit, that's also very good. <laughs> yeah, so six mana, swing in with a 6-6. Six, six. You can't block it with anything weak with power yeah, two or less. Can't, can't jump it, really. And if you take it, you take six, and then you get three poison counters. Then when it dies, they're getting at least one card back if they hit someone with this. Yeah, at least. You're going to jump it with a 3 like, another, another like, good... Ridiculous card. <laughs> it's another card. It doesn't necessarily have to be a poison deck. You can just play this. It'll be fine. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, just a 6-6 six, six haste can't be blocked by two or less isn't bad. That that by <laughs> itself is good. And then the three poison counters. And then the corrupted on top of that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Busted. Very, very, very busted. All right. Next up, we got Tangle Weave Armor. Is two green green for artifact equipment with the old school living weapon where you make yep. a zero zero germ and attaches to it. Equipped creature gets plus X plus X, where X is the greatest mana value among your commanders. And the equip cost is four. So is that your that's your your deck, yes. Yeah, so your commander or okay. partner commander, whichever one has the highest CMC. Yeah. So I mean if you played this in uh, 
uh, Ur Dragon deck, you're getting like plus nine, plus nine. That's a lot of counters. <laughs> or like Prosh or something. Like that's, that's like that's ten. Six. Or ten, sorry, yeah. six. Yeah. Progenitus um, is ten. Yeah. Yeah, Progenitus is ten. Like, yeah, there's some commanders that this works really well with, where you can get double digit. I think I think counters. you would want it to be on the absurd like eight to ten, seven or more range, right? To play this for yeah. four because the equip is four. Yeah, like you'd want to get paying at least eight all. Together. Like you're paying eight well, all together. You want to get all right if you're. It I is mean, living getting, weapon. Yeah, yeah, you're getting one dude out of it that they'll probably kill. But so if you yeah. pay the eight mana, you're gonna want to at least get seven or eight plus seven or plus eight before you use this. I would think. Yep. So yeah, this this is this is made for uh, a big boy deck. <laughs> Need a big boy commander for this. Because it doesn't grant trample or anything. Like if it granted trample, oh. I'd say okay, you could play this even if it was like. A four, plus four plus right, four. Right, then it wouldn't matter. Three. Yeah. Yeah. At least not as much. But it was, it's just stats. Like, that's all it's giving. So, yeah, because they I mean, you definitely want that to count. Chuck it all day. So, yeah. Uh, and finally, for green, we have Wormquake. It is four green, green for a sorcery. It has corrupted. Create an XX green Phyrexian worm creature token with trample and toxic one, where X is the amount of mana spent to cast the spell. Then for each opponent with three or more poison counters, you create another one of those tokens. Then it also has flashback eight green green. That's a very high flashback cost, but this is a pretty decent card, really. Yeah, so it's six. So think of, without the poison counter part, it's six mm -hmm. for a six, six trample toxic one. Yep. And then 10 for a 10-10 Trample Toxic 1. Yeah, that's very But good. if someone has three or more poison <laughs> counters, you get at least two of those. Two. Or you get two of them. Or more. Or more. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so that's very good. <laughs> yeah, it seems good. Even, like, you could just play this on its own, I think, is all right. Like, 6-6 six, mm -hmm. six Trample Toxic 1 is not bad. No. 10-10 Toxic 1 Trample is pretty good. It's pretty good, yeah. That's a big boy that they have to deal with. And if they don't, they take a crap ton. No. Um, yeah. Uh, green seems very powerful and very broken. Holy shit. <laughs> yeah, lots of poison counters. In, in yeah, that's that's great. Why do they have to make a keyword where you get poison and damage counters? What the hell? I know, right? It's, this they is probably ridiculous. Do, my thinking is they're probably like, well, Infect just does all of the damage and poison, so that's worse, right? <laughs> Whereas here it's okay, you just you take only one poison counter, but you also take the regular damage. Yeah, it's like <laughs> it's you get both basically. I mean, sure, you don't get you don't get the wither effect like you do with you know right. poison, but which because that shit sucks. But this isn't a whole lot better. <laughs> right. You're still gonna it's still, hate it's, it. Like honestly, it's not as bad, but it's still like it's still good. Like. Yeah. Oh, it's very good. It's very, very, very good. Especially on things with trample, because it's like, oh, hit yeah, for it's, one thing. It's gonna day. hit no matter what, most likely, unless you have a huge army in front of you. Like, yeah, it's gonna hit them. Yeah. The the big argument on on Reddit and everything is, should they be upping the poison counters to twenty now in Commander due to all these new poison cards? But I think they're gonna wait and see how it plays out. I mean, because yeah, I mean, regular be... poison. I mean, yeah, you lose to it with bite steel, but other than that, you don't lose to it that much. In Commander. No, no, so. not usually. But uh, we'll see what happens. Uh, they're definitely adding a ton here, so, and they're making it very easy in some cases. So yeah, we'll see. We'll definitely see what happens. 
All right, so we're on to artif- or multicolor. Multi, yep. So we got Nylia Sun's Vanguard, two red-white for a 3-3 legendary creature human rebel. Attacking tokens you control have double strike. Whenever one or more tokens you control attack, exile the top card of your library. During any turn you attack with a token, you may cast that card. That's a really good card for hold for tokens. Holy shit. Yeah, this is, I think, the commander of the token deck. That makes sense. So red, red white tokens. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. This, this is this is the red white commander. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. So red white tokens, super godly. Because you basically card impulse card draw that stays because you can play it whenever yep. you tackle the token. Yep. Yeah, that's 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 very good. Yep. Seems great to me. <laughs> I want and this just my... your, Yeah, just your tokens have a double strike. Like, okay. Yeah, that by itself is very good. It's like I want this on my red white deck. <laughs> yeah, you're getting you're getting a lot of card support. I'm getting tokens, so dude. much fuel. Holy shit! Like it's insane. <laughs> for your your green uh, white tokens and your Naya tokens. And yeah, the Naya the Naya deck's getting a lot too. I'm, I'm gonna have to look at my deck list and uh, make some changes. I think. <laughs> uh, let's see. Next we got Othari Sun's Glory. It is three and Boros red white for a uh, three three legendary Phoenix creature. With flying lifelink and haste, whenever Athari Sun's glory attacks, you get an expense or uh, sorry, an experience counter. Then create a two-two red rebel creature token that's tapped and attacking for each experience counter you have. Then you can also pay two red and white or boros, tap an untapped rebel you control. Return Athari from your graveyard to the battlefield tapped. So wow. this has a lot going for it. First of yeah, all, it does. it's five for a three-three flying life like haste. It's pretty good. Yep, Second of bad. all, you get counters when it attacks, so you're at least going to get one, two, two for the first one, then two, then three, then four, yep. etc. And then it's just going to multiply basically. Thirdly, if you have it, works well with the other experience counter cards from the old sets, the red and white ones that did that. Yep. So if you already have experience counters when you're attacking with this, you're going to get a boatload token. You got so many. <laughs> and then fourthly, you could play this in a rebel deck, like Rebel Tribal, and keep bringing this back. It'll keep coming back. Like this seems like <laughs> you could play this as a commander pretty easily too. Make yeah, yeah. Back. You literally could play as a commander and never have to pay the uh, the, the commander cost after. Yeah, as long as you have a, another rebel. Yeah, which. I mean, if you play around it, you probably you will. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, and then you can also always pro- proliferate the uh, experience counters as well. So you just get more mm-hmm. and more and more. You just get a, yeah. just an army of dudes. <laughs> uh, yeah, that that seems yeah that seems very it seems good. Seems really good. Although the phoenix uh, looks, looks almost like a dragon, because it looks like yeah, it it kind of does. <laughs> Uh, so I believe this is the other commander, if I remember right. Uh, the, we have uh, Ixhel Scion of Atraxa. It is one white, blue, green, or sorry, one white, black, green. Um, flying Vigilance Toxic 2. Uh, it's a 2-5. And it has Corrupted. At the beginning of your end step, each opponent who has three or more poison counters exiles the top card of their library face down. You may look at and play those cards for as long as they remain exiled. And you may spend mana as though it were any mana of or, or mana of any color to cast those spells. 
So you just play their shit, basically. Yeah, you play their stuff, but the annoying thing is the flying vigilance toxic two. Mm-hmm. Like so, most of the time you're just gonna be like, okay, take you for two, you get two poison counters. Okay, take you for two, you get two poison. It's like five hits and they're dead. Yeah, five hits are dead. Yeah, <laughs> and it has flying, so it's hard to deal with. It's and like, it has vigilance, so you can still block with it. it yeah, and you can block. It's <laughs> it beautiful. seems pretty good. Yeah, it's a good commander for sure. That's uh, that's powerful. Hard to deal with too, because two five is a lot. So uh, next up, high stats. Yeah. That's a good card. Uh, next up, we got Vishgraz the Doomhive. Two in Abzance. So that's white, black, green. For a 3 3 Phyrexian legendary Phyrexian insect. Menace and Toxic 1. When Vishgraz the Doomhive enters the battlefield, create three 1 1 colorless Phyrexian might artifact creature tokens with Toxic 1, and this creature can't block. And Vishgraz gets plus 1 plus 1 for each poison counter your opponents have. Okay. Disgusting. So- Gross. <laughs> you just want to poison everybody. Yeah, it gets bigger and it has menace so to block with two things to not get the poison counter, and then you're making three yeah. dorks that can poison people. Yeah, that's just nasty. <sighs> that's so much poison in one card. Why? I know, <laughs> right? That's right there. It's one as four. Four things that give that's literally almost half your half a hit right there. Mm-hmm. If if, you, if if all of them hit, they're almost they're almost half dead. Like literally, it's just like Jesus Christ. Yep. And then they would have four counters, and this would be a seven seven. Yeah, and this turns, and then this is a seven seven. It's like, <laughs> yeah, seems good <laughs> for for five. By the way, yeah, seems really good. Yeah. <laughs> all right, so that's uh, that's the multi cards. Um, yeah, very very powerful cards. God damn. Yeah, <laughs> uh, poison. Quite good. So much poison, man. Oh, God. It's just what we wanted. <laughs> all right. Uh, lastly, uh, these are the artifacts. Um, I believe these are all, again, in the uh, set boosters. These will be uh, separate from the decks. So they are not in the deck list. So first of all, we have a Mirror Commander, which is pretty cool. Uh, Urtet Remnant of Memnark. It is three for a 2-2 legendary artifact creature. That's a mirror. Whenever you cast a mirror spell, create a 1-1 colorless mirror artifact creature token. At the beginning of combat on your turn, untap each mirror you control. And then pay Wooberg and tap it. Put three plus one plus one counters on each mirror you control. Activate only during this, or activate only during your turn. So that's good. Yeah, so you could finally play Mur as a commander, and you could play Mur Tribal, which is awesome. Yep, because that's not even a thing. Every time you do, you're going to get more tokens, and they're all going to untap at the beginning of combat. So you can tap them for mana first, and then it's still attack yeah, them. Because a lot of them are mana dorks, so yeah, yeah you use them for that, and then swing with them. And then you and they get plus five, three plus three. Five, put in <laughs> plus three, yeah. So you can literally like, oh, I play all my mana dorks, one for each color. Tap all five of them. Tap this. Put three one ones and everything. Oh, go to combat. They all untap. Yeah, all untap. <laughs> and they're all like four fours now, and yeah. it just gets bigger and bigger and bigger. Yeah, that that seems very very good. <laughs> Yeah, this deck seems sweet. I don't know how good it'll be, yeah. but I definitely want to build it because it seems fun. It'll be fun to play. It's hard to say like if it's gonna be good, but yeah, like we haven't made, this hasn't been a thing before, so right. it'll be nice to you know try out for sure. 
Uh, next up, we got the Glistening Sphere. It's three mana for an artifact that enters the battlefield tapped. But when it enters the battlefield, you pro- proliferate. And then it taps for a mana of any color. And then it has Corrupted. Tap, add three mana of any one color if an opponent has three or more poison counters. So it turns into a Black Lotus, basically. <laughs> Better than Black Lotus. Or, or, or Gilded Lotus, Lotus rather. Yeah. yeah. So I Seems think you're only good. playing this in a poison counter deck, though, right? Oh, totally. That, 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 mean, that, that's kind of the whole point. I mean, I guess if you just want one proliferate, you might play it. Yeah. But, I mean, a three-mana rock, again, you want them to be good. I mean, one man of any color, you can do that with Arcane Signet or whatever. Like, you know. Right. But, uh, yeah, in a poison deck, very good. It's a Gilded Lotus for three. So, yeah, yeah that's that's pretty nice. Uh, and then our last card of the set here is Lux Artillery. It is four for an artifact. Whenever you cast an artifact creature spell, it gains Sunburst. So, for Sunburst is it enters the battlefield with a plus one, plus one counter on it for each color of mana spent to cast it. Um, at the beginning of your end step, if there are 30 or more counters among artifacts and creatures you control, Lux Artillery is 10 damage to each opponent. So this is like a counters matters deck. Basically. Yeah, if you're playing this in a counters matters deck, I feel like you would play it even without the artifacts get sunburst ability. Yeah, that's well, not necessarily like, something you need. Uh, you can do it with other stuff easily. Yeah, so like I think you would play this in just a counters matter deck, just to like if you have thirty counters, you're dealing ten to everybody. Yeah, um, something like a modular deck might be really good for this because you just yeah, that's where it'll be really ton. good because then you have artifact <laughs> creatures and you can get the sunburst on top of the modular. Yep, yep. So that's so I that think yeah, that's you're going to multiply tokens. Best, yeah, yeah. It's ten to each opponent, like that's pretty good, and I feel like yeah, like an arc bound deck, like you could do that fairly easily like that's not hard yeah i mean even like mono green if you just play like that what's that there's an enchantment that's like if it has 100 counters you win the game but you could just get it to 30 and then play this yep it just wait four (laughs) turns and you win and you just win (laughs) (laughs) yeah uh in, in the right kind of deck this can be very powerful for sure uh maybe not exactly like a uh, game winner per se, but uh, yeah, it's, I mean, they see it coming, right? Like, it's gonna take yeah. like the, A, you gotta it, set it it's, up, it's got set up, and, yeah. and B, you gotta have this survive for like four turns, right? So, yeah, you're gonna need a way to protect it and your board as well. So, it's it's yeah, it's still yep. a decent card though, because I feel like you're more likely to just be able to play it, especially if like for some reason the board's on a stalemate and you have a bunch of like you both have a bunch of tokens out or something, and you're like, right, hey, this, this throw is this out and take that. 10. Like, and then they'll have to find an answer for it. Yeah, they'll have to either destroy it or just take it like a man. (laughs) Or, yeah, if you just play Artifact Creature deck, the Sunburst could be good. This would be pretty good in the Mur deck because you could just keep giving everything Sunburst. Yeah, like like that, uh, the the Mur Travel. You could play this in it, maybe. (laughs) Uh, So, yeah, very good in its own right. Uh, So, that's all the cards for the set. uh, The Commander Commander cards, yep. So you uh, yeah, uh, there's, a, there's a lot of powerful stuff in here. <laughs> yeah, it seems really they, good. they didn't they didn't pull back any punches. This is they're going all all out. This is pretty crazy. I mean, yeah, all all these back. cards are at least decent, like if not insane. 
yeah, um, their response to people saying, like, you're printing poison again, don't you ever consider that for Commander that could be busted? And they're like, yeah, we don't think about just one specific format when building a card. That's what they said. Like, yeah. The Commander's rule group can ban the card if they want to. So, Yeah, and that's very fair. We'll see um, what happens with that. but We'll see. <laughs> uh, <laughs> there's a lot of poison coming, I see, <laughs> in our near future. <laughs> they catered to it hard. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of stuff that'll um, that'll definitely cater to that. So yeah. The only thing that would be weird is if they did change it to twenty, your blight steel wouldn't be an insta kill anymore. Yeah, that'd be something, wouldn't it? <laughs> that would be weird. <laughs> that would be. I guess blight steel's always been just a game winner. Yeah. Uh, so I guess we'll have to see what happens. Um, but yeah, overall, uh, very powerful cards. Um, the decks seem really fun, like from what I've seen. So, mm-hmm. like, definitely like some reprints. cards that I want to get and play. And so. like the reprints that are in it are good. Like you got like arcane signets and the soul rings, and you know you tip what, what you expect to be in a commander deck like this. Yeah. So, um, yeah, they seem well put together, and, uh, and they yeah. usually they usually MSRP for around forty bucks. So if you want to pick these commander decks up, go ahead. Yep, it's definitely uh, it's, do, it's worth it. You can use our TCG Player affiliate link. Yeah. Uh, and uh, that's about it for the set review. Yeah, so uh, thanks for listening, everybody. See you next time. <laughs>